When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Meet or on the rocks. It's the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. It's not going to be the warmest of days slash nights and what a home team and a home crowd can do to an opposing offense um, is what we need. You know, we need Bills Mafia to be loud. We need Bills Mafia to, to show up in numbers and um, be ready to, to root us on because we, we absolutely need them, um, this game especially. So any, any false start, any delay of game, and even just the energy and the flow of what's going on, we feed off of Bills Mafia. So um, that's going to be a, a huge part of, of how, we, how we attack and how we win this game is, is going to be with the crowd. You'll be able to hear the action on the Fan Rochester. Pre-game starts at 12 noon Sunday. The Cowboys coming in to Highmark Stadium. We welcome in R.J. Achoa, SB Nation's blogging the boys. Whenever we talk Cowboys, we love having R.J. on with us. And R.J., earlier this season, I was a little critical of Dallas. They had a nice little start, and I'm like, guys know, if you're a Cowboy fan, how this goes. The letdown is coming. Don't get excited. And the week that I said that was the week that they lost to Arizona. I didn't expect that letdown to happen then and since then, you take away that Niners d- disappointment. I mean, it's hard to find holes in this defense in, in this this team. It really is like there's not a lot to not like about where the Cowboys are right now. So I guess my question is, is the letdown coming? It's great to be with you guys. Um, I I love the Bills just kind of in general, but mostly because of you all. Um, and um, yeah, I mean. The Niners game was really embarrassing. And, and I'll tell you, the week after, everything kind of felt pointless. It felt like, man, what are they doing this for? Because at, at some point, you know, in the playoffs, conceivably, they're going to have to go through them. And if, if there's a clear ceiling on this team, then, then again, why are we wasting all this time? And even though the Cowboys lost in Philadelphia, I think a lot of people felt like they were the better team. Uh, I think that Dallas, you know, sort of corroborated that idea this past Sunday. And so, they haven't really played a close game. I mean, they, they beat the Chargers 20-17, to 17 and, and obviously Seattle on Thursday Night Football, you know, kind of went 10 rounds. But for the most part, they have been very comfortable thriving. Um, and I think that's why a lot of Cowboys fans are afraid of this game. I, I think I speak for the fan base in saying this is the game that, that we're all the most afraid of as far as the remaining ones on the regular season schedule. And um, it's because of Josh Allen. It, it's because of what Bill's Mafia represents. And, 
And I, I mean, as great as they've been, I think we share that sentiment. Like the shoe has to drop, the ride has to end. And what better place for that to kind of happen than one of the more magical environments in the NFL? Yeah, RJ, uh, I appreciate the kind words. I think all Bills fans do. Like the, the one thing that from where we sit that seems different, a lot of things, but the one at the top of my list is Dak Prescott. If, if the Cowboys win this game, hard for me to not imagine him winning the MVP. So just kind of a broad question. How has Prescott been able to take his game to this level this year, RJ? I certainly think that Dak has played at this level before. I mean, this is his eighth season in the NFL. He's the longest tenured starting quarterback in the league. And so we've seen these highs, but obviously not at this sustained level. And it all really did kind of change with that San Francisco loss. Dak and CeeDee Lamb, uh, very notably, went to Mike McCarthy, said, hey, we would prefer X, Y, and Z. And a lot of people bag on McCarthy for, you know, listening to his best offensive players, but... Uh, he did, and, and the results have kind of spoken for themselves. And I think that, you know, a lot of Cowboys fans hold the 2014 season near and dear to their hearts. I don't know how well you remember that Cowboys season, but that was the Des Caught It year. And that was the, the season in which Tony Romo finally reached this incredible cerebral understanding of the game. And it feels like Dak Prescott is there. But, but unlike Romo then, he has the, the physical body to, to wither, you know, withstand the, the withers and, and the rhymes and rhythms of an NFL season. And in that note or in that vein, we've seen Dak Prescott open things up and, and be more willing to run. That had been a, an element of his game that had been absent kind of since the ankle injury three years ago. And so all that you know, is, is working in his favor, as is having an aggressive play caller in Mike McCarthy and having a superstar wide receiver in CeeDee Lamb and a proper running mate opposite of him in, in Brandon Cooks, and an emerging tight end in Jake Ferguson. Oh, and uh, one of the better defenses in the NFL on the other side of the ball. I mean, he has all these safety nets, and he's an aggressive player and thrower by nature, so it's just kind of steering in the proper direction. Talk a little bit about the job that McCarthy has done specifically with Dak, because I think a lot of us thought, oh, Kellen Moore is leaving, and, and Mike McCarthy is going to take on Blake Holly. Oh, God, he, he no, can't, ha- he can't handle much. all no. that. It's too much. Now, I know you've got Dan Quinn on the defensive side of the ball, so you really, you're, if you're Mike McCarthy, you have another head coach on this roster or on your coaching staff that doesn't need you know you to check in. He knows what he's doing. But M- McCarthy, it feels like to me, has done a remarkable coaching job this year. Just when you watch and see what Dak, what he's gotten out of Dak, something we've never seen out of Dak in the past. Yeah, I mean, I know that McCarthy has this national perception of being this this O for whatever, and and his greatest you know crime is probably losing a PR battle to Aaron Rodgers in, in really public fashion, and and that really did kind of shape and mold a lot of people's opinions about him. And I'm I'm not here to tell you that he's perfect, but he really has changed not just the way Dak Prescott plays, but the overall culture of the team. The Cowboys won their 10th game of the season last week. It is their third straight year with double-digit wins. The first time they've done that since the mid-90s, and I'll tread carefully here because I understand what happened around then. Um, You know, they're they're on the verge of being a playoff team for the third straight season for the first time since the mid-90s. I mean, they have a 15-game home winning streak going. I mean, they they haven't really played a close game. It, It similarly to me feels like when Sean McDermott arrived in Buffalo, obviously there had been this really long drought and McDermott came in and kind of changed the tide and, and Josh Allen's arrival obviously helped with a lot of that. And I know that neither of these teams have gotten over the hump, but you have to be grateful for those little runs. And as it relates to Dak, I do think that, you know, we, we, we hesitate to give Mike McCarthy any credit for what Aaron Rodgers accomplished with him in green Bay, but maybe he's kind of good at this. You know, he's, he's worked with, all sorts of amazing quarterbacks in the past. Joe Montana, obviously, early on in his career. Aaron Brooks in New Orleans. And 
Brett Favre in his early days in Green Bay, and all quarterbacks have thrived under him. He understands, I think, how to, how to feel things in a proper way, but also how to poke at weaknesses and, and how to attack and how to scheme guys open. And having players, again, like Lamb and Cooks and Ferguson are just extensions of Dak and what he's able to do. And I think his biggest thing is he trusts Dak, and, and, and he trusts Dak because he knows he can trust his defense. He can trust everything around him and, and let his quarterback play in a free sense. We're talking to RJ Ochoa, blogging the boys. Uh, one player in Dallas we're familiar with, uh, Stephon Gilmore. And, and Stephon, uh, you know, player that, you know, the Bills, you know, last decade they mismanaged their cap. They didn't pay Gilmore. And then a few years later, he's the defensive player of the year in New England. That was in 2019. And usually you don't see a, a corner's life cycle here, so to speak, kind of, you know, four years later, kind of re kindling this this play how has uh gilmore been able to bounce back here and deliver this uh, level of play rj i'll say that early on it was it was rough and and i don't really hold that against him because when the cowboys traded for him in the offseason the vision was okay we're going to pair this dude with with our superstar and trayvon diggs who i know you are all big fans of uh, in that area particularly his social hey, media time out stop um, no stefan is ours you can have oh, but go ahead all right uh anyway um, so when, when Trayvon was, was hurt, unfortunately, at the beginning of the season, that kind of thrusted Gilmore into this, you know, premier top cornerback role, which again, uh, you know, is amazing of a player and future Hall of Famer as he is. That's just not who he is in 2023. And the first game that he had to play in that role was the Cardinals game that you mentioned. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't say it was a big reason, but definitely a reason why Dallas got pushed all over. Um, and the emergence of Deron Bland, obviously everybody's well familiar with, with what he's done and the, the pick six record and things like that. That has really stabilized the waters and allowed, obviously, Bland to kind of fill this role of premier corner and, and premier person you have to avoid and put Gilmore back in that 1B role. And, and that's a place, again, where they envisioned him shining. And last week was a great example of that. He has the intellect and, the you know, again, cerebral understanding of the game and still has the physical tools, maybe not that he did, obviously, in, in his, you know, prime days, but, but enough to obviously contend and stop, you know, even the best wide receivers in the NFL. For the most part, he shut down both A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith last week, which was impressive. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about the defense. You mentioned Dan Quinn, defensive coordinator. Guy could be probably a head coach again this offseason if, if he wants to take that opportunity. And I think he had those opportunities this past offseason, but decided to opt he opted to stay in Dallas, which looks like a smart move when you consider what he's been able to accomplish with this defense. But how much of that success for Dan Quinn is centered around the fact that you might have the best defensive player in the game in Micah Parsons? Yeah, I mean, Dan Quinn arrived in 2021, and like three months later, the Cowboys drafted Micah. So they've, they've been, you know, a, a duo for the entire duration here throughout this, you know, amazing three-year run. Um, I, I certainly think that Dan Quinn deserves a lot of credit. I think if you were to ask my followers or listeners or, or readers, I'm a little bit hard on Dan Quinn. Uh, because he does kind of tend to walk on water as it relates to Mike McCarthy. You know, we're just two weeks removed from the Seahawks not punting once against the Cowboys. I mean, and they entered that game, Seattle did, having not scored an offensive touchdown in seven consecutive quarters. But again, they walked all over Dan Quinn's mighty defense. And, you know, look, everybody has a bad day and everybody gets out coached and whatever. I, I, I don't think that Dan Quinn is anything worse than, you know, one of the top five defensive play cars in the NFL. But what has made him so great is if anybody leans into the talent he has, it's Dan Quinn. I mean, he has zero qualms playing aggressive, letting the dogs loose, unleashing the hounds. I mean, he, he wants to end you. And I think that that is exemplified in what happened last week. You know, one week after one NFL round, after not forcing a single punt, they didn't allow a single offensive touchdown. And 
Obviously, the Eagles are kind of struggling. I really wish the Bills had managed to beat them, uh, but you know, neither here nor there. Um, hmm. But still, to, to limit any NFL offense in the you know in this league to not scoring a single touchdown is an incredible work of art. And so. Dan Quinn just he, he knows how to press the right buttons. He really is a master motivator. It, funny, like it was four years ago, RJ, that you could see the Bills kind of building, but are they good? Or are they not good? And you know, not getting any primetime games. This was a big deal of Thanksgiving Day, and the Bills won in Dallas. Like, wait a second, they actually might be good, and they end up going to the postseason. Funny how four years uh, now we fast forward and high expectations here in Buffalo. I thought it was kind of curious, you know, the comment from Jerry Jones this week saying the team caught a break that uh, you know they're not going to get caught in a blizzard here. Like, what what is the thought? Does everybody think it snows all the time or it's going to be cold and windy all the time? You, you catch a break because it's going to be forty and rain. That's not bad. You can you played in Philadelphia. You can play in this uh, coming up this Sunday. Yeah, I do think that that's probably the kind of stereotype that, that maybe most NFL fans have of Buffalo. And for what it's worth, when the Cowboys last visited Orchard Park in 2015, it was a really gross day. I don't know the exact uh, weather conditions, but um, I think that that's everyone's worst fear. Um, and this is the, the last, you know, potentially really cold game of significance that the Cowboys will play. Uh, obviously, a lot of that depends on how the playoffs shake out. But um, but yeah, and, and they're, they're an indoor team, but they're soft, right? They've won 15 games in a row in their home building. Um, and so they've, they've gotten really used to it. And for what it's worth, they've been there for a very long time. The last game that the Cowboys played on the road was the Sunday all the way before Thanksgiving when they went to Carolina. So, uh, getting out of bed and having to go to one of the colder climates in, in the country isn't the way you want to wake up. Hey Mel, Bry here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy. Hey, Mikey, if you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl. But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget just as soon as. Right. Mikey, popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2, just use Instacart. Brian. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
RJ, I want to go back to a guy that you uh, you talked about for a second earlier in our conversation. When you talk about offensive weapons for the Dallas Cowboys, everybody knows about Dak. Everybody knows about C.D. Lamb. The guy that makes me nervous on Sunday, if, if he's got this in his game, and I think a lot of good tight ends know that in the Bills' kind of zone defense, if you find the soft areas and the soft bellies of the defense, you can make hay if you're a tight end. Tell us about the season Jake Ferguson has had. Yeah, I um I didn't believe um you know if I'm being totally honest with you because I think a lot of people just thought oh I this this will happen because it, it it's it's going to because Dalton Schultz is gone and Jake Ferguson's now the starter and um you know Jake had a, a promising rookie year in, in really limited action but he is a, an animal I mean I I do think you have to have a, a bit of a disposition to be a chaotic you know chaotically good tight end and Jake fits that mold. Um, I know how this will sound, so I don't mean to be like a super homer, but he has kind of the best qualities of both Travis Kelsey and George Kittle um, in that he is a, a vertically talented athlete like Kelsey, but he is this kind of psycho like, like George Kittle that, that could be physical and, and that not just can, but wants to run you over. He gets all kind of involved in the chip game, in the run blocking. I mean, he just wants to get his hands dirty. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the photo uh, today circulating. He's dunking his hands in ice water uh, to prepare, you know, for the, the super cold 41 degrees, as you mentioned, <laughs> obviously. Um, and so he, he really, though, has materialized into something powerful for Dak Prescott. And Dak has had a lot of success with tight ends over the course of his career. And, you know, honestly, the best ball that Dak throws is the seam route right down the middle of the field. And if you give him an inch to him being Dak Prescott. He will find Jake Ferguson. He will trust that. And so I would not put it past this team to be in a situation where, you know, one moment in time, Dak hits Jake Ferguson for a 27-yard gain and breaks everybody's will and spirit because that's something they do almost on a weekly basis. Yeah, RJ, if I could go back in time, I would have gone back to maybe 27, 2018 here maybe because, well, I, I didn't know this at the time, but our soccer stadium is about, uh, you know, it's a two-minute drive from our studios here basically. It's right around the corner. And... <laughs> You know, the, the, the Bethlehem Steel, Toronto FC2, this is the league our team was in, Brandon Aubrey. Like, if it's not for Tommy DeVito, we're talking about Brandon Aubrey as being uh, you know, the, the feel-good story here of the year. How did the Cowboys uh, find this player? Yeah, this one's weird. Um, and, and this is, is one where I, I wouldn't say I gave the coaching staff the benefit of the doubt, but if you recall, Brett Maher was the Cowboys kicker last year, and he was awesome in the regular season. Uh, he just melted down in the playoffs, and that was what everybody, you know, unfortunately saw and remembered. And so when the Cowboys went to training camp, it was Brandon Aubrey and Lareem Hyrulahu who were their two options. And everybody was like, come on, guys, take this seriously, take this seriously. Uh, and lo and behold, he's just turned into this, you know, insane weapon. I, I don't know if you're aware he has missed three extra points. He actually missed his first one ever. Um, the Cowboys had a, 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 you know, a, a return score in week one against the Giants, not too far from you, obviously. And, um, and he missed that first extra point, which was really strange. Uh, but he, he shattered or has shattered the NFL record for most consecutive field goals made to start a career. It was 19. And now he's at 30 and, you know, obviously kicking them from all the way downtown. He's been a revelation, and he is a weapon. I think Sunday night was a great example of how Mike McCarthy trusts him and, and is willing to kind of put the ball behind his leg, although the conditions outdoors, even if it isn't super cold, obviously impact that to some degree. RJ, uh, I have, I'm curious. I, I know we, we still have a lot of uh, week to go here before we get to Sunday afternoon. Have you given the matchup thought enough to get, to make a prediction? Which way do you see this? I, I sense a little trepidation in your voice about the Cowboys, and, and you might not like this spot for them. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I certainly don't love going into like a really desperate Bills team. Um, I know that obviously Buffalo won last week, despite all the shenanigans and whining and complaining from the Kansas City area, uh, which is the silliest thing ever. If I can curry favor, I can't believe that that was ever a story. But um, but anyway, I mean, I, it's just the Cowboys have won five in a row and you can make an argument that they should have won eight in a row, if not for the Philadelphia loss. And so it's like, are they really just going to win out, you know, across the regular season? That, that seems like the shoe has to drop at some point, even if it's not getting blown out, but you know, they're on the wrong end of a heroic Josh Allen play or something like that. Um, I, I like their chances against Miami who they visit next week or in Detroit who they host the week after. Or obviously um, at FedEx Field the week in the final week of the regular season more than I do this one. If you know, if I had to predict the loss the Cowboys will have over the final four weeks, it's this one. I mean, they're in the house of a really determined, seasoned, experienced team. Um, my my great hope is that, and again, I I love you all very much, but that Sean McDermott finds a way to kind of throw this away the way he's come close to doing over the last few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it's our fear too, uh, RJ. <laughs> I, danger. I invited RJ. Like RJ, the offer stands here, bud. Like I think there are spots in the NFL you got to make at some point. Trips to Lambeau, maybe a trip to Chicago. Buffalo has to be on that list. We would show. We would roll out the red carpet for you here, bud. But uh, I know month of December might be a tough sell. Maybe next time will be September here for you. You know, my uh, my dad and I used to make it a, a yearly thing to go to a, a road trip, road Cowboys game every year. But uh, my wife and I, we have a two year old son, and he just complicates everything because now it's now it's all about him. He's super selfish with all of our yeah. attention and resources. Uh, so uh, I don't think my wife would have been thrilled with taking our two year old. Uh, to those conditions in December, especially right before Christmas. I, I think we're supposed to go shopping on Saturday. I just, I just really just go where I'm told. <laughs> yeah, RJ, you sound like a young Gene Battaglia, young Mike Danger. I think we've yeah. been there, buddy. We yeah. know what you're going through. And yeah, those selfish kids always eating up all your time. God, they're the oh, worst. Oh, wait till they eat up all your money. Yeah, too. yeah. yeah. It's great. RJ, uh, tell us a little bit more about blogging the boys, where you can get more Cowboys content out of you. You do a great job. Yeah, I mean, uh, when, when we're not wrestling, uh, my child, we're, uh, we're just pumping out Dallas Cowboys content. Uh, I'm so blessed that this is my job and that I get to do it every day from home uh, with my dogs, licking my, my toes and whatnot. So uh, <laughs> blogoftheboys.com, uh, you can hit me up anywhere at RGO Choa. Those are kind of hubs for all of my content. Uh, really great chatting with you guys. I certainly had missed it. Um, I wish you health, wealth, and happiness, but, but sports misery on Sunday. And if I don't talk to you, uh, Merry Christmas and a happy holiday and happy new year to you and your families. <laughs> Thanks, RJ. You're the best. Uh, appreciate RJ Ochoa uh, from blogging the boys. Oh, class. Love that guy. Yeah. Love that guy. Uh, great having him on and uh, nice to get a little perspective there on the Dallas Cowboys. And I think, I think if you're a Cowboys fan, you have to be a little bit nervous about this matchup, about this spot. Could it be a letdown spot where the Cowboys have been playing well for a good period of time here, but you look at a softer part of the schedule here to end the season, do you let your foot off the gas on the road against a team like Buffalo that when they're on, they're on? Can I just point out one thing he said, though, if it's a close game? This isn't the narrative here locally, okay? This oh, we isn't don't make Ty, it up. No, this isn't mean Ty Dunn writing a character assassination. Mm-hmm. This is the narrative around the country that Sean McDermott can screw things up. He almost did again last Sunday. Right. And, and even with the win, look, winning is one hell of a deodorant, but at the end of the first half, 
did you feel good about how that ended with Josh Allen look over the side? I was like, guys, what are we doing? Not knowing whether or not you're going to go for it, kick a field goal, or, or throw in a Hail Mary. What are we doing? Guys, what are we doing? Or like the end of the game there where, hey, let's run the clock down. No, no we're not let's not do run it. the clock no. down. Yeah, let, no. Let's leave plenty of time for them to go, go all the way down the field. Yeah, look, I... I uh, <laughs> I think because they won, we were forgiving a lot of the same mistakes. It's like when the pressure gets ratcheted up, they look more and more discombobulated, look more and more confused. The the easiest way for them to win their games is to not be in a competitive game. They need one-sided games. I guess the best way to do that is to get out to that early lead, but then we're all on the edge of our seat hoping they don't blow it late, which they have a tendency to do. So, it could be one of those. It could be a barf cry and die Sunday afternoon. Oh, this is Buffalo Bills football from here on out. Yeah. I mean, all these games are have a playoff feel to them. Yeah. But close is what I'm saying. Barf, cl- barf cry and die in that it's going to be close. It's going to be tight. It could come down to the wire. My hope is that it's not. My hope is that it is one-sided. One way or the other, you know, just so we can get on with our lives and not ha- not suffer a, a stroke by the end of uh, regulation. <laughs> I mean, how many of you watch these games now? And and seriously, like, my health is on the line here. I really don't feel well about how this is going. I know people that have to take walks after the game just to kind of calm the blood pressure down. I mean, if we're talking about night games. I'm not sleeping. I can't. I get too much going through going through my head. I'm just unpacking, you know, I can't believe they won or I can't believe they lost or what, what was he thinking with that call? Why would they do that? What was that throw? Whatever it is. There's just so much to unpack after after every Bills game because nothing goes as smoothly as you would like it to go. That's not true. There's been a, you know, the Raiders game went that oh, way. Oh, Commanders. Commanders right, game went that yeah. way. Like the, when those games happen, when it's not close, when it's one-sided, you're like, we all feel good. Well, the comforting thing, though, is there are other boneheaded coaches out there. Like that egghead down in Miami. Like Dolphin fans, like we're, we're talking about your team collapsing. That's your head coach. That was like some terrible management by his team at the end. That would the team not prepared for that game at all. So it's a league right now that danger, quite honestly, with all these backup quarterbacks, that's lacking the quarterback department and the head coaching. You know, there's a lot of bad coaching in this league. Yeah. Uh, I like RJ though, bringing up that they, that Cowboys do have a little bit of a soft uh, bit of schedule here to wrap up the season. And that might be, you know, part of why you could see them take their foot off the gas a little bit here. Uh, on the road, their first road games is before Thanksgiving. That feels like forever. Ago. I think this is hilarious, though. Like forty and rain, you, you don't realize you caught a break here. Got to like, put my hand in the ice bath so that I know what it feels like, like to be cold. Like they're gonna wear like the ski hats and everything, and oh, the, yeah. the, the, the wind. Bl- Come on, of course. Uh, all right, taking a break here and coming back. It's happy hour next in the sports bar. We've got a round of shots. We have time for your calls at eight six six four F A N eight six six. Four three two six. We'll, we'll dive back into this matchup between the Bills and the Cowboys. Uh, lots to unpack with a round of shots coming up as well. Here in the sports bar, Danger and Bataglia on the fan Rochester. Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 95.7 The Fan. This holiday season, all your wishes are coming true on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, if you're a new customer, you get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Now, if you've been thinking 
thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is super easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Mike. FanDuel.com slash Mike, M-I-K-E, and join me this NFL season on FanDuel. Official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and physically present in New York. First online real money wager. Only $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with the gambling problem, call one 877 hope ny or text hope ny 467 369 Pull up a stool and join us. 585-866-4FAN. 866-4326. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia on the Sports Leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.